marijuana, pot, grass, whatever you want to call it, is probably the most dangerous drug in the United States and we haven't begun to find out all of the ill effects. our joints the goddamn internet i'll tell you it's not going to take us down tonight manny it's not going to take us down tonight so uh, <laughs> you heard it folks uh we're joining they don't want with... us to have this talk <laughs> they don't they don't they want to take us down they don't want to hear us they don't want to hear us win um you, you heard it folks we're joined uh with uh manny i'm really excited for today's show um manny why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, my name is Manny Mendoza. I'm the chef and founder of Herbal Notes, um, which is a culinary cannabis pop-up uh, centered around restorative justice and racial equity in the cannabis space. And yeah, I mean, we use uh, pop-up dinners, all different kinds, really, of, you know, hosp- hospitality events, um, not necessarily just dinners that we use as a platform to elevate one another and minority-owned businesses and brands and really celebrate, you know, our own respective cultures and the culture of cannabis and how it all intertwines with one another. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically what we do. Hell yeah. Where can we uh, – it's herbalnotes.co, correct, online? Send, say that one more time. Uh, herbalnotes.co is your website is that correct yes yes perfect folks that'll be in the podcast description um you were telling me before we hopped on air uh there's going to be some new dates coming out right so folks stay tuned for that yeah in chicago uh primarily that's where we're based right now but uh we'll have we'll actually have dates uh in different states (laughs) uh as well Awesome. Yeah, I noticed that you do a little traveling with that thing, so that's really cool. Yeah, we know it's actually on the West Coast. We started in um, San Diego, California. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's that's super cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, yeah, uh, I've been to one of your uh, events. It was the Kush Caldos. Uh, my partner Justine has been to a few of them. Um, I have to say it was a it was a great time, man. Uh, the Kush called us event. Remind me, what was the venue? You were just you remind you told me it was the first one. I couldn't even remember which what day it was on. I was so high. It was located in Pilsen on uh, 18th Street. Um, we were right above a restaurant, kind of like in a in an apartment. Um, and yeah, I mean it was it was like a be on top of a party because the the restaurant was juking downstairs, and then we were just upstairs having. Uh, Having our event, uh, you know, we had the live DJ in the apartment, and we had uh, uh, we had uh, cocktails and and some beverages going out. Uh, we were even filming it, so we have some recap video of that one too. You might be in it, Cole. Yeah, actually, <laughs> but, I, um, I am. There's a small snippet where you can see me <laughs> in there. I was gonna say, so yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah, that was a that yeah, was a so, really so good that time. Was, yeah, that was a that was a cool vibe, man. I mean, we we come a lot of us uh, that are part of Herbal Notes. We actually come from, um, you know, the part of Chicago that you know during the right time too, during like '90s and 2000s, when house parties were you know <laughs> basically pre-COVID, you know, house parties were were a legendary thing, and that's kind of what we were raised on from the music to the you know the ambiance and the dancing and you know, yeah. just kind of 
celebrating our culture. So that's kind of what the, that vibe was like. Yeah. Minus absolutely. the dancing. It was more slurping on caldos. <laughs> hey, I did a little bit of dancing. You were just too busy. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so you're Pilsen native, correct? Local. Yep. Yep. Lower West High, heart of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Local Chillinoyan. I always love having local Chillinoyans on. Um, so yeah, herbalnotes.co online folks. If you want to book a private event, I think, uh, it's, uh, 10 people is the request. Yeah, 10, just... 10 to 12, but we can, we do, we do 20 plus as well. So we have a uh, capacity and venues. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The form's super easy and to fill out. They're all 420 out. friendly. And they're all 420 friendly. <clears throat> that's, that's what uh, we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's key, you know. You don't want to go to just uh, like a, a CBD dinner where you smoke inside. <laughs> yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, and let me set the stage for people before we before we like kind of go back to where you started and everything. Like, I I was really blown away by this whole thing because you you walk in, um, you get seated just like at a restaurant. Um, you're welcomed. They show you you know what's going to be served today. They t- talk you through um, the drinks that are available. And they encourage you to uh, roll up, you know, spark up, whatever you want to do. Uh, but they encourage you, you know, enjoy some cannabis while you're, you're hanging out. And it was, man, it was the coolest thing. It was such a liberating experience for me. It was like, wow, this is this is the future. Cannabis is legalized. Here I am sitting at a table. I've got a professional chef that's about to whip up a really awesome meal for me. And um, I'm going to enjoy my legal cannabis while I wait for it. It was Felt like I was living the American dream, Manny. <laughs> yeah, so. man, that's what we thrive for. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Just wanted to set the stage for what we're talking about, folks. So, anyways, uh, Manny, take take me back. I mean, you've been you've been at this for a while. I think you even went to college uh, for for col- culinary. Is that <laughs> that's is that what it's technically called when you study cooking? Yeah, it's. Um, I went to the Culinary Institute of America in uh, Hyde Park, New York. Um, it's like the Ivy League of culinary schools, um, or like, I mean, it, it's a, it's a really great school actually, um, compared to a lot of other programs I was, you know, kind of researching and looking up at that time. Um, I just looked for literally the best school in the world and, uh, I was able to get in. That's fucking crazy, man. That's crazy. You got any CIA. crazy, uh, <laughs> you got any CIA. crazy, uh, yeah. so you were in New York for, co- for college, right? Yeah, I was over there, uh, did my culinary arts program, uh, did a lot of, um, I worked a lot as well, and I also did a lot of, uh, like, kind of trailing or staging, which back in the day you were able to do, where you can uh, go into different restaurants um, as a non-employee and basically <clears throat> uh, volunteer, you know, uh, shadow uh, or trail for you know for really however long however much time you want to donate but um that was i was all about it i had all the energy so i was in all kinds of kitchens uh, all over new york city but the state as well because my school was more uh upstate in the hudson valley gotcha how was the weed in new york uh well we got all right folks the internet tried to take us down again but do fret not my memory somehow still is intact i mean it it's it, it i need to just say what what i asked before i forget manny were you able to find a good weed in new york when you were going to college 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of my biggest plugs in New York was um, one of my classmates uh, who, who uh, ended up being a cannabis chef as well in Denver. Um, he, he went on to do a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, Dave Hadley. So Dave, shout out to Dave being the best weed plug at the time in damn in the in the the Hudson Valley. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, that's cool. That's cool as shit. So, um, so how long ago was that though that you were in college? Not to make you feel old. I hope this does, this question doesn't make you feel old. No, nah, I mean, um, that was uh, twenty ten. Yeah, twenty ten. Cool. That's when I was at. CIA. Cool. When did you start making like uh well before I ask that question, when did you first find an interest in cooking? Well, at CIA. <laughs> at cooking school. I mean the cool thing about my school it was like, you know, the Hogwarts for chefs. Like it was literally like in a forest type uh location, just surrounded mm-hmm. by trees, uh in a valley overlooking like a river. It was just really cool. Uh and you know, there's just chefs and young people and uh uh um, career changers uh, of all ages uh from all over the world uh that would that were coming to the school and you know a lot a large percentage of them like to you know partake in cannabis and uh we couldn't do it on site at school but you know we found our ways around it and you know we built uh there was definitely a community for it people that obviously like to smoke um but i also like to make edibles so um you know yeah we put a lot of, we put a lot of uh knowledge together uh, at that time and yeah, we were able I'll to come t- up with some pretty cool stuff every time i've worked in like a food job uh, just it's just a matter of if or sorry when not if um i'm going to run into somebody that can get me some good weed you know what i mean i think uh cannabis and food it goes hand in hand for sure so um doesn't surprise me to hear what (laughs) your experience you know what i mean the fact that a lot of your classmates uh sound like they enjoyed cannabis when did you start like uh when did you start uh using cannabis like has that always been in your life uh yeah i mean it started probably a little bit before that uh when i was in high school um yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of a lot of things were surrounded uh, were sur- or in my surroundings, uh, in my environment uh, when I had a young age. But cannabis was the one, you know, natural looking one that uh, that I actually got interested in because uh, <clears throat> I uh, I met, you know, some of my first friends in high school because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like the camaraderie, it, it helped bring me in whatever other you know stress you know relief that you know i could have had at that time uh it did a lot for me and it helped me you know stay away from a lot of the even more negative influences that were in my environment um and kind of keep a more like natural holistic course so uh yeah pretty early but still going strong man (laughs) hell yeah man hell yeah so when did you I mean, it sounds like it happened semi like instantly or whatever, but when did you like uh, mesh the two worlds of cooking and cannabis? When did you start making your own edibles and stuff like that? Uh, After I graduated. So 
Um, so after I finished school, I went to um, came back to Chicago. Uh, worked in you never some made really pot brownies at, in at school. I'm just joking. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were, you were uh, saying. yeah, we had them there. We had them there a couple of times, but nobody really knew what they were doing back then. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, and you know they tasted very weedy and they were way too strong. Yeah. Um, but now we know much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was the question that you asked? Anyways, oh, I was asking when you, yeah, when did you uh, mesh the two worlds of oh, cooking right. and cannabis? You said uh, yeah, after as soon as I uh, when I I graduated uh, from CIA, <clears throat> came back to Chicago, started cooking in some uh, really great places under some really great chefs, uh, and I just um, you know I was already smoking, obviously, um, uh, but it once I actually saw uh, Colorado. Um, start to legalize um this was like like almost 20 what 2012 yeah um that's when i started to you know kind of understand that it's not going to stop there it's going to keep going and i know that there's way too many people in chicago or in illinois really in all of illinois that um that love cannabis and they're just in the closet because there's a stigma around it and people were going to be extremely judgmental and like possibly, you know, do a, do even worse shit. Um, but that's what that's when I kind of seen that, you know, I see where the 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 country is going, which direction, and it's not a matter of um, if it's just when. So I just started to f- try to think of my own way of how I could bridge my experiences uh, between food, uh, which I've been basically doing my whole life and also cannabis uh which same i've been doing for the majority of my uh adult life at least all of my adult life so that's where uh that's where i just started to put you know and also my experiences through uh um which is being you know growing up in chicago uh adding you know that cultural element to to our experiences uh and our and our mission you know we wanted to have a why too it wasn't i I didn't want to just do a dinner party i wanted to do something that um would kind of stimulate all of your senses but also leave people with like you know a resonating message so that they understand that you know we're not just doing this for no reason or just doing this unconsciously just to have fun and party um, you know, we're, we're, we're actually trying to bring awareness to a real critical issue in the cannabis space all over the country. So if we're going to continue to legalize, you know, we want to keep focus on, you know, what, where we come from and that history in cannabis. So that's kind of how we, you know, I was thinking of all of those things years ago. Uh, and I just wanted to figure out a way to package, you know, all of that, um, so that it's not just a dinner party where you just come eating, you know, say, Oh, this is, you know, this is the food or this is your cuisine and X, Y, Z. I wanted it to be more, uh, more, uh, impactful because it's broader. It it intersects a lot of different things and a lot of different people. So you can have all kinds of people come to our events and we do have an extremely diverse group of people that come to our events, uh, all ages and every, you know, every single type of person you can imagine. So um, <clears throat> that's what I really, I really appreciate. Uh, 
and what I, you know, what I kind of strived for in the beginning was to just have create a medium where I could make an impact with people. And, you know, we did that hundreds of times served thousands of people at this point, um, over the course of, uh, almost four years now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but actually I was that I was, the, but that's herbal as herbal notes, even longer than that. That's when I was, you know, um, still, still putting together, you know, the, the, the mission of herbal notes, uh, and, and merging that uh, food and cannabis aspect together. Yeah. So what is, what was your first, the first edible that you ever made? <clears throat> uh, the first one was a, uh, <clears throat> uh, tried a cake, but I didn't really like it. But it, when I tried a, uh, <clears throat> I made a, I infused milk. Yeah. Uh, and I infused a uh, whole milk and I made a, and I, and I mixed in some like chocolate powder and, and or, or whatever I had. And uh, I put it in the freezer because I wanted to cool down faster and I forgot it. <laughs> and um, when I came back to it, it was like slush. So it was like a chocolate milk, like Yoo-Hoo slush. And it was, it was incredible. Like I, like I was just happy that it was like that. But the flavor of it was actually really good. Um, wasn't weedy, but actually a lot of the terpenes actually got to, you know, stay behind and, and infuse into the flavor, uh, and, and kind of blend with the chocolate. So it was, it was really delicious. Um, and then it was, you know, it had that, it was chilled, it had that slush. So it had an extra layer of like, you know, a cold sensation. Uh, and then the weed was potent, but not ridiculous, but it was pretty strong. Uh, because I did get like really chilled and like sunk in <laughs> into my couch and you know that that first edible experience where it wasn't like I felt nauseous or had a headache or I had some kind of like mild panic attack like this was my first amazing edible experience where I, I was like buzzing I was like yeah. vibrating almost so yeah it was a infused chocolate milk slush <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, I was my next question was going to be what was what's your favorite edible to make? Is it the chocolate milk slush, or do you have a more favorite? I should nowadays? bring that back. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I I like to infuse pretty much anything, but definitely a beverage. Beverages are like the oh, the top choice for me, Hell and yeah. ice creams, beverages, and ice creams. I think those two would be my uh favorite things to infuse um <clears throat> but um but yeah you know all kinds of even my even my pantry stuff i infuse my whole pantry um that way i have like kind of like a healthier way to um season and infuse my food yeah well uh you, so you were talking about how after you got out of school you kind of started doing um cooking different places working with different people um, that's maybe around the time you started, uh, you know, infusing with you in your, you know, just in experiments or whatever. Um, what, what led and ultimately, how did you get to herbal notes? What, where did that come to, how did that come to be? We've talked about it a little in, in a few different ways, but like when, you know, like where did the idea come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, well, the idea was, I mean, I was, it was a bit an idea that's been building for, the, you know, since I graduated, since I was in culinary school. Yep. Um, but, you know, cannabis wasn't legal, so it wasn't even like a, a legitimate option for me. It yep. was something that I was just passionate about, but I had to, I had to be careful with that information, you know, back then, sure. in like 2010, you know, um, people were not, uh, like it's it, like night and day. It was a different world. What it, yeah. Yeah. Totally it was basically different a different world. Um, so, you know, it, now it's, it's a whole different thing, but, um, herbal notes came to be when I was in, uh, living in California. <clears throat> so I was actually living in California. I was doing a bunch of stuff out there. I was, you know, in farm school. Uh, I went to a farm school out there. I, grew weed in my place also uh, helped people cultivate uh yeah i had i didn't have well actually i did have a medical card actually out there but it was super easy bro, to get oh gee but i had uh i had a uh, plants uh in my yard so they were sun grown i lived by the beach so it was like re and i mixed it with herbs so i had like different basil mint you know and then the cannabis uh so it was just like a really uh, great experience. The one that I actually really sought out after when I moved over there, because I, I moved to California because I knew cannabis was going to be legal and it was going to like start sweeping the country where it eventually comes back to Illinois. Right. Um, so, you know, I moved out there in 2015 and I, I, with the forethought that it was going to be legal here at some point so i went out there to go learn i worked in retail i worked doing everything um so i had a real hands-on experience uh, at every stage of you know seed to sale and uh and that was during the transition from california medical program to their recreational program so i was out there for that uh, and that's why i came back at the at the time that i came back 2018 and you know we made a huge campaign push doing our events but also advocating at the same time um and you know it, they just so happened to put it on the bill and 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 then pass it right away so there were a lot of people that were working on that obviously um but we felt like we played our little part hell yeah that's exciting man that's exciting and then because so you know the there, whole, there was a stigma behind it period so once we started showing we 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 actually started publicizing our events we, we were on like abc news and wgn and fox and it was just it was just really wild <clears throat> how all these uh media outlets were kind of reporting on you know a we dinner um back then so yeah. you, you know just kind of lowering the the stigma one bite at a time that's crazy. And so you, you go over there, you go over there with the intent to get that experience in with the idea that one of these days you're going to bring it back home. So tell me about, um, tell me about like when you first started, uh, coming back home and doing this thing here in the great state of Illinois. Um, well, I mean, it was great. Uh, you know, 2018 and 2019, those are, those are, I mean, I was actually, I was definitely, I was, I came back to be based in in Chicago, but um, I was still traveling. I mean, pre-COVID, yeah, we were 
where I was, especially uh, flying back and forth between the the whole West Coast and Chicago. So I I did, I we did herbal notes events in in Seattle, in Portland, uh, all over California, um, Colorado, and then we started you know working with the legal industry and getting you know getting to do paid events to go out to like uh, dispensaries in different states like Baltimore, Maryland. Wow. And, uh, you know, we've even, we've even been to uh, South by Southwest in Texas and Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, we've been between that time was bait. We were bait. We were still doing events in Chicago, but you know, we were kind of going all over. Um, and that's where we definitely intend to pick back up on, um, now that now that a lot of things are able to open back up yeah man it's so exciting i i uh was it killed my spirit to to see those things have to come to an end um you know for for the safety of the greater population but you know i'm so happy to to see it coming back to normal um i was even hearing conversations of you know don't hold me to this folks that are listening. Obviously I'm not the national health policy expert or whatever, but I was hearing on the news that maybe we'll only have to wear masks indoors during certain times of the year, like the flu season, which I think makes sense. That's actually what other countries do during the flu season as a courtesy. Um, they wear masks indoors, uh, to just try to prevent the spread of the flu. And it's really not that controversial. But anyways, uh, <laughs> to I, I am so happy. The point of that, I got on a tangent. That ha- I'm so happy to see things come back to normal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it just makes me feel fucking so, so good. So, um, yeah, uh, can I ask you when – what – what are the what are the dates probably gonna? Can you give me an approximate approximation? I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but when do you think no, it's cool. is gonna be kicking again? Yeah, we're actually going to be doing a, a chef's table series where you'll be able to come and do uh, up close and persistence and 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 uh, proper COVID precautions. But it's still it will still be an intimate experience, um, uh, and we'll actually have that uh, possibly on a weekly or biweekly basis. So Exciting. throughout throughout the throughout the summer, so we'll we'll be having plenty of options for for people to to come out come out and have fun with us. That's super exciting. I'm yeah. I'm gonna be looking. For, I'm gonna be looking out for those dates to be announced, and uh, we'll definitely be making a trip up to get ourselves some dinner. So and an experience. That's that's like you say. That's what I enjoyed about the whole night. Um, we had the the great food, obviously the great smoke because I brought it. And I'm just playing around, and uh, uh, and just the whole the whole vibe. I mean, we had um, a really good time. We sat at a table with people we had never met before, um, and we we totally had a blast. You know what I mean? And it, like I said, it was just such a great time. I actually have a story for you, Manny, because. Um, I joke, I joke a little bit when I say this, but I almost got a, got in a fight when I was at the Herbal Notes event because I was, so I was sitting with Justine, the friend we brought, we brought, 
and a, a table full of other gentlemen that we were sitting with. And we were in, I was introducing myself. And um, so I introduced myself. I was like, hi, my name's Cole. You know, we shook the guy's hand. Hi, my name's Cole. Shook the guy's hand. And I looked over and Justine was uh, introducing herself to the guy. And she goes, hi, I'm Justine. And this is, from my perspective, this is what I saw. The guy looks at her and goes, damn. And I just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, right. I was like, right in front of me. You're, you're going to fucking do that, bro. Like, you're just going to look at my girlfriend and go, damn. And I just had to just, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't react. I just, you know, reached out my hand and said, hi, I'm Cole. I didn't hear what he said to me. Cause I was just like, you know, DEFCON 5 kind of blood boiling. And I, so I sat down, just grabbed my water, got a drink, was breathing, was trying to chill, you know, because I was like, you know, he's probably a cool guy. Maybe he doesn't realize I'm with her. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then I heard, I was listening to them talk. And the, one of the guys was like, yeah. And then Deo comes over and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I realized he didn't say damn when he, when he was talking to her. He said, my name's Deo. <laughs> oh, <And> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he when when she said hi, I'm Justine. He didn't say damn. He said hi, I'm Deo. But I could you know the music was going. I couldn't really hear, and I was just like this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So yeah, I've never told that story on air. So I wanted to tell it to you because that was a crazy little event. And I'm glad that I just I, you know I'm I'm level headed. I just I just was like. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to drink my water and yeah. I have a good time, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. That's, that's, I think it would have gone different if you were serving what's alcohol. Cool, well, that, what's uh, cool about our events is that we, you know, we're, we, you know, it's not obviously not just me, my whole team. We're, we're, we got, we're pretty good at like being able to take care of situations for, you know, and, and not even just situations, but just kind of take care of people in general. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time, for any even for anybody listening like if they were to ever uh, you know experience something like that or like even close to that or <laughs> yeah just some kind of just some kind of you know experience that's like you want to think twice about definitely find us reach out to one of us and ask us and let us let us like you'll find a cool you'll find a cool way to intervene joint. <laughs> yeah we'll find and then we'll find a way to you know make it happen smooth <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, I wanted to share that funny. I thought that would be a funny story to share. There have been situations that we handled it pretty smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you you're slick enough to where you can just be like, "Hey, man, uh, we got a joint for you. I'm so sorry. We're gonna move you over here. You just enjoy this joint over there." You know, I'm sure there's <laughs> great ways to deal with those things. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. That's cool shit. That's cool shit, man. Well, um, yeah. So tell us about if you could um, tell us about some of the people that you partner with, because you, like you say, it's all about um, elevating other Chicagoans. You want to give anybody a shout out? Oh uh, man, there's so many. Um, I know you. There's some really good. The DJ, I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, he was M-Doc. kicking it, man. That's I've got M-Doc, a Marcus really? Elson, the mayor. The mayor of Pilsen, um, yeah, he's literally like you know one of <laughs> one of our you know M- our MVPs for for Herbal Notes. 
um, year after year. <laughs> so uh, definitely a shout out to to Marcus. Yeah, DJ, I've got some songs uh, that he was playing that day. This is IG. What was that? M dot three one two. Sorry. Yeah, at M dot three one two on Instagram. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, do you, don't you partner with somebody for the drinks too? Am I mistaken in thinking that? Uh, yeah, we we've partnered with different different uh, cocktail programs and mixologists. Um, at that time, we were uh, Big Meech was a part of it, or Javi Garcia from uh, from Big Meech. I think he did. Yeah, he did the first Chris Goggles. Hell yeah. Definitely check them out, Big Meat Chicago. Big Meat, Larry Hoover, as Rick Ross said. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, well, hey, uh, we'll we'll start to wrap up the show here in a second. But I gotta ask you, how was your experience on uh, the Cooked on Cannabis Netflix show? It was so cool to see you on there. I'm being like, dude, that guy's cooked for me before. He's on the fucking TV. Like, that's what was that like? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was it was definitely a surreal experience. I mean, just coming where I come from, and you know, taking the the you know career path that I took, and to kind of even go out to California and not really intend to get into any of that. Uh, you know, it was definitely like a just a wild experience, and and then to all, all the moments that led up to it, and then actually going through it. Uh, and then just being, I just remember being so focused on, you know, what I was doing, what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, um, that I felt like, you know, kind of invincible, uh, because I just was so in that moment, so present, um, that, you know, it definitely elevated and you could see that on the screen. You, you see what I, what I made and how I made it and, you know, how I reacted to it. It was just like, it all felt like it was kind of supposed to happen. So it was a cool experience, man. And then to, for it to come out on 420, you know, like six or seven months later, that was pretty epic. You know, uh, you know, unfortunately it was during the lockdown and a bunch of madness, but, um, you know, it did, it did mean more people were at home watching Netflix apparently. And, you know, so a lot of people saw that show and, reacted to it uh extremely positively so it was just like it was just crazy <laughs> you know just crazy yeah. seeing you know how yeah. and 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 you know still tracing the trajectory of where I, where I came from to that point and then seeing you know what the future holds uh i'm just i'm just trying to live mindfully in pre- in the present uh every second hell yeah is uh, there anything that you look forward to uh, besides the return to normalcy? Is there anything you're, that's on your mind? Yeah, I'm um, waiting for uh, waiting for the state of Illinois to get your shit together and you know drop these licenses. This uh, you know first round they're they're way past due. Yeah, but um, you know they a, a lot of things a lot of things need to be fixed. But the first way to fix it is to let these licenses start to trickle out <clears throat> because it's not like this first round is the only round and that more people right. aren't going to apply later. <laughs> so it's like, 
let's get this shit started and stop stalling. Yeah. Um, because it really just it, it's really looking it making them look even worse. The more money they make, uh, the more time that passes by. So it's just it's just really sad. But um, that's what I look forward to because once you know that happens. You know, a lot of a lot of crazy shit's gonna pop off, and you know, <laughs> we're we're really really excited about that. Me and you know the people in, in my network, and and you know, we're all about supporting each other. Yeah. Do you have? Can I ask? Do you have your hat in the ring for a license of any sort? Man, I mean, I actually do. Um, not in this state, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, once once the licenses come out um, and more more companies start to start up, essentially, um, you know, there there are unlimited opportunities at that point. Sure. So I'm not even over over stressing about a particular license for me personally. But that's not to say people in my network don't have multiple hats in the ring. So there's just like you know, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm not worried about me 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 all all necessarily i'm worried about letting this open up so that everybody can jump in and, and really start to you know spread real equity around in, in in this space already and stop talking about it and start doing it yeah absolutely did you uh hear about um let me see if i can find it um did you hear about a proposal that's um on the house floor um, that would allow for um, the ability to sell legally sell uh, cannabis at an event like you have um, provided that you get a license from your county or municipality um, have you heard about that well you I'm sorry you kind of cut a little bit can you uh can you say that? Can you ask that one more time? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I was uh, asking, had you had you heard about? Um, there's a provision on the house floor right now um, that basically would allow, um, provided you get a license um, from your county or municipality, allow you to sell cannabis paraphernalia. Uh, can uh, or even can like raw cannabis itself. Um, have you heard about that? A license, like a dispensary license, or no, no, like a temporary, the... the temporary event license, temporary event license. Oh yeah, work, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Um, I wasn't aware that you could sell cannabis. You can. Or does that for like licensed people who are already licensed can sell, or they're um, not checking? The way I read it, it it sounds like uh, it sounds a little loose, but I'm sure you're right. It would probably be for people like it. It's probably got to be yeah through the seed to sale. Um, system. Yeah, no, I mean we're way past due for for event licenses, but um, but obviously like this is going to be definitely going to be huge. A lot of a lot of different people are going to be doing. I mean, Chicago is a black party city, so it's it's uh, only a matter of time. And then, I mean, all over the state too. Um, I mean, I know we're, I already know people who are looking into you know large swaths of of uh, all over Illinois to you know do do pretty big events like yeah. like extra big events. 
Hell yeah. Well, um, Manny, let me uh, remind the listeners really quick that if they want to book a private event or uh, even one of the new events that will be coming out uh, in the future, go to herbalnotes.co. That's in the podcast description, so if you want to just copy and paste it into your browser, that will be the easiest way to do it. Just look in the podcast description. The website's right there. Um, Also, you'll see in the podcast description... um, the their instagram handle which is at herbal notes um and uh yeah folks support your local chillinoyans um looks like there's a cooking dope series premiere coming soon uh, is that on your website yeah yeah it's not coming that soon but it is coming cool so you can sign up though to get uh, alerted by by herbal notes correct yeah it yeah. looks like there's a little sign up button so yeah folks sign up for that if you want to be the first to know when that comes out um and you know from the website yeah you can book your own event read about herbal notes check it all out like i say support your local chillinoyans folks manny you got any last words before we uh head out of here and back to our normal lives <laughs> Yes, no, no, I mean, <laughs> just spark up. Uh, yeah, just light up, light it up. It'd Hell cool. yeah, folks. Yeah, that, well, that's a good way to, good way to end the show, I'd say. Spark it up and be cool to each other. And in that, in that note, Manny, you got any cans nearby that we can spark up to close out the show? Any, any what nearby? Cannabis. Oh, cannabis? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to go, I'm about to go, you know, burn a blunt down. Oh, okay, cool. Well, cheers to that, my friend. Cheers to that. Oh, yeah, salute. Salute. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I will see you in the future, my friend. I'm going to look out for uh, your dates. I know our listeners will as well. Um, and thank you so much for setting aside the time in your day to come on to the Chillinoid Podcast. All right, thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you.